The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. I don't like my microphone. Yeah. We're in a different studio than usual. Yeah. Got this like huge microphone in my face. There's just so many sounds behind me too. It's just fucking. Oh, I turned brutal. that fan off. Is there like an air purifier it's, or some shit going on? Just turn that fucking thing off. No, I hear com- it. It's computer. Oh, really? I can yeah, hear it's it. It's a straight computer. Oh, it's fucking. So brutal. I guess that's what goes over the air too. <laughs> All right. No wonder uh, station gets such incredible ratings. Yeah. What's up, man? Nothing. What's going on with you? Not much. Not much. I, yeah, I'm just busy. So it's, well, it's that's good, good to get in here and yeah. talk some shit, talk have some fun, shit. talk some Orioles baseball, like whatever you want to talk about. Fucking O's, bro. Yeah. All right. Let me get the, oh, you know what, too? Big announcement. There's a new t-shirt on the horizon, which yeah. I have to, I, I sent you. You sent it to me. I got it. Yes. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I think we should do all styles, all colors. Sure. I can and, do that easily. I mean, I don't know. You probably haven't heard. Like, do you know? Do you know what the T-shirt is? I have no idea. Like, okay. I, you know, I'm glad you said. Like, you probably don't know because I thought it was some reference from no, like it's a, directly, a podcast no, from days it's gone just by. From like my, sh- like just from my show. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah. Th- no, that's fine. Who is it? Garrett Whitlock. Yeah, and that's the Whit Clock. Okay. And uh, basically, one of my things I've been wondering about with this Red Sox team is. You really gonna fucking put this kid in like every fucking game and like the most important moment and no matter when it is in the game and try and like dope that out and be right and fucking. Oh, are use they him, overusing like... the shit out of him? Well, he's second on team in innings. Wow. <laughs> Including guys have started two games, right? So I mean, do they plan to shut him down? I don't know what the plan. Like right now, they... the plan is whenever the game, whenever they're ahead. Yeah, he goes in from like the fifth inning on. Mm-hmm. He goes in, <laughs> and if it, if it's four innings that night, it's four innings. If it's three the next, it's three. Last night it was one. It's like, it's like like that's the only way they can win. They feel mm. like yeah. you know, it's like it's all on him. If they win, like it's because he came in and pitched right. Yeah. So what if it's just bad week or bad month and lose a few like it. I feel like the psychological devastation that will happen to this fucking team if, like, he has a bad two weeks will be insurmountable. Because, like, the, all the eggs are in that basket. He fucking slid last night. was, like, limping around and shit. And, like, all of Boston was like, holy fuck, the season's <laughs> over. Right? I mean, it's crazy to me. So, I don't That's know. That's wild. Maybe it'll work. Like I said, maybe the core is a fucking genius and this thing works out. But it's fucking weird, man. Like, so, is it a strategy or is it panic? That's my question. Yeah. That's my question. Because if they, if he's this good, which mm-hmm. he is, like he fucking he's deals. Awesome. He's, he's really never good. not yeah. dealt. Like every second he's been on the yeah. Red Sox mound, he fucking deals. And they're willing to use him this much. They're willing to let him throw this many innings. Why just fucking start him? Yeah, it's a great. You question. have no starting pitching. Like I what thought, the fuck? I thought they were going to start him. Well, they gave a chance to beat out Rich Hill in fucking spring training. Out. Apparently, yeah. he couldn't do it. So you're telling me? I love that Rich Hill's back. Right, but you're telling me that this kid couldn't beat out fucking. Tanner Houck and Rich Hill and Michael Walk and fucking Pavetta? Are you fucking kidding me? It's not even the fifth starter spot. Like, he beats out everybody except for Valdi. I can't believe Michael Walk is there. I know. He's been good, but but kind of good. He's pitched right. nine innings and two starts. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck about starting I love pitching what, I the love Red what Sox. The, it's crazy. I mean, a lot of teams don't. No, but the Red Sox seem <laughs> to take it to, like, a new level, right? Like, yeah. they got their best pitcher pitching middle relief. That's true. And they, they know do. he's their best guy. Yeah. They know it. Yeah. 
And he's fucking middle relief. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, can Garrett Whitlock win the Cy Young, like, going two and three with four saves? <laughs> <laughs> like 200 innings pitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not, no starts. <laughs> like 300 strikeouts, you know? <laughs> Well, here's here's the uh, this is this is gonna sound like super super um, uh, hypocritical, but it's true. I've watched zero Red Sox games I know. this year. Yeah, I'm sure. However, yeah. I've watched a part of every Orioles game. Have you really? I am all in on baseball this year. I am too. Baseball's I, baseball fucking awesome is this great. year. I agree. I don't know what it is, but like, no, it's dope I'm this year. I'm watching in. shitloads of baseball because I try and watch my yeah. Mets because they're good enough where they're on. Yeah. They're basically on somewhere every night. I feel night, like you they've know? been on ESPN a shitload. And they're on yeah. MLB Network. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking buy packages anymore unless it's football, but yeah. I've watched probably, well, you get the package for free for like the first two weeks. Yeah. So I've watched almost every Mets game. And then yeah. last night they're on MLB TV, like you mentioned, been on ESPN a couple times, mm-hmm. and they'll be on a ton of national games this year. So, and, and I've been watching like the MLB, like you know, like the the the, the show at night, the Sunday like night reg- ticket show kind of thing. Yeah, like the, yeah, mm-hmm. basically like the Red Zone for or baseball. Red Zone, I should say. Yeah, and and then yeah. the regional coverage and yeah. shit. I've been watching the fuck out of baseball this year. Baseball's oh, there's so many good players. It's crazy. Yeah, it's great. I got the package for the Orioles. Did you really? <laughs> like just the Orioles or the whole deal? Just the Orioles. Oh, okay. So yeah. you got the app, the MLB yep. app. Yeah. That's not bad. Was it still like a hundred bucks? I think, uh, yeah, it was like right around a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good deal. I was like, it's pretty yeah. good, man. Like, I'll see how long it goes. But I mean, they're fucking dreadfully bad. But it's just fun to, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. I just no longer, no longer have to worry about uh, you know what anything anymore. It's great. It's that is true. Kind of fun to watch shitty baseball. You don't have to have an opinion. You just right. fucking watch yeah, it. Like zero it. opinion. I'm just a fan. It's wonderful. Um, so. And and fucking the show is sick. I don't know if you've played that yet. I, I have it. Yeah. Okay. I love yeah. It. So I just I'm in franchise mode. I love it. Okay. You're in franchise. Yeah. I did. I started the um the career. Yeah. What is it from like like single A face of the yeah, yeah. whatever. That's just so, dope. Yeah. I'm playing. I'm on the before, I'm fun. on the Altoona curve right now. That's right awesome. field. I have no yeah. fucking idea how to play the field. It's so hard. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, made something outfield. Yeah. Though. Like running into the wall and shit. You know what I was? I figured out. I was like. Do I want to be a position gets the ball hit to me a lot or not at all? Mm-hmm. Like, so you want to be a first baseman where, like, you're going to have to play a lot in the field? Yeah. Or, yeah. like, can you, you know, what's the position you get the right ball Right field's pretty good. It's only, like, three to four times a game. The okay. first first two games, there was zero. I'm like, this is sweet. Right, exactly. <laughs> the game's going by in, like, 30 seconds. Right, awesome. right you get your three at bats yeah. or four at bats. Well, I'm so glad over. they finally figured out how to do that. Like, I agree. You can play right, so quickly, yeah. but even like even the long mode of playing an entire game and picking pitching, pitching's fun in that game. It is. We have to be too good. Yeah. You do. Like, have you to have to waste really pitches and shit. Yeah, like I'll throw some do. fucking nasty splitter on the corner. I got mm-hmm. fucking hits it to Mars. I'm like, <laughs> so now I just hit. I sim. Sure. I sim the pitching and I hit because there you go. Hitting's fun. It is fun. All right. So anyway, we have a new T-shirt coming out. It's the Garrett Whitlock T-shirt. They'll be available relatively soon. The Whitlock. Um. And it's awesome. It's a clock with Whitlock's face on it. Every every hour is seventy two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and on the bottom it says you're you're out, motherfucker. That's good. <laughs> so so we'll get those up for you. So check out HobbsandDanks.SellMyTees.com. Also, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Main Man Flavors and uh, and uh, Notch Kitchen Bar. Go to MainManFlavors.com and uh, type in the code Brute Ten. And you'll get 10% off all your main man flavors orders. And their stuff is awesome. So go check that out. Awesome hot sauces. 
and relishes, that kind of stuff. If you're into hot sauce, uh, give them a shot. Their stuff is awesome, and uh, their main guys, of course, Sauce Kitchen Bar on Congress Avenue uh, and Oak, I think, uh, in downtown Portland. Yes, Congress and Oak. Awesome place. You'll have a great time. Food's awesome. So need to get that out of the way, but there it is. Yeah, it's... And housingdanks.sellmytees.com. Yeah, it's still up. Still still there. Still rocking all of them. Uh, even though... I mean, the Bearhawk shirts are, like, limited. That's, like, limited edition now. It is. Since yeah. they're no longer in existence. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's kind of, like, over yeah. at this point. So. Can't believe Shaft like, shirts you couldn't still get available. one goddamn person to bite from dc about the bearhawks i know it's brutal what the hell every time i heard like everyone talk about them on tv too i like expected to hear bear me too like like, someone it, say I, it. like i was so ingrained someone that, that was going to be the name of the team. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, nope. like i'd be going to i'd be going to bed with like fantasies of like you know daniel snyder <laughs> calling us in, or offering us like five million dollars for the name <laughs> but then screwing us over of right? course yeah, right, yeah well he seems like a really good guy he's like so. five million dollars in naked pictures of your wife <laughs> right yeah. like, um, <laughs> sure five million dollars <laughs> i mean five million rubles <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah so no that's cool man um maddie and nosh those guys i mean it's amazing to think how long they've been killing it now it's wild like they've been around That's for fucking so awesome. long. Yeah, basically, they're, yeah, they're like a staple now. They're and and their existence kind of goes along the lines of the PM Jab because they were a really early shipyard guest. It's true. And then, um, you know, when I first met Maddie, he was he was basically leaving Rivalries, and that's when I was just starting this this show. So, yeah, so it's kind of an interesting interesting uh, situation there. And then, of course, man. Is is our buddy is Benny excited about the the Browns prospects this year? Uh, yes, I think so. You know, I think like it's been rough on him. He really fucking liked Baker. Yeah, loves Baker. He used to send me like these long texts, texts about you know why I'm an asshole. I know why, how that. I know how that feels. Why Baker's awesome. And, I know how you know, that feels. Why I'm wrong about Baker. Yeah, no, and, I get it. So I think he's like reluctantly happy that Deshaun's there, and you know, once Deshaun starts yeah. playing, I think he'll be just fine. And I think, you know, but again, it's like being the Jets fan or something. Like, you're very timid to be overly optimistic because no matter how good it looks, <laughs> that ends up being that good. It's true. <laughs> it's just whatever reason, right? <laughs> so I think he's I think he's trying to navigate his feelings. You um, know, it's, it's funny. Paying attention to the Patriots media while not now not being – because even uh, when – even the years between, like, I was much more active in sports. Sure. And so, but now I'm like basically solely look, trying to look at it as like the innocent bystander fan. And it's so ridiculous. There are like 75 articles today about how, like, here's how the Patriots can get Debo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah like right. They're the yeah. only team. Like, Johnny Smith. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> There's all these deals that are like, why would they do that? <laughs> yeah. We're going to say Johnny Smith and, uh, you know. <laughs> It's amazing, man. It's so Nikhil funny. Harry, and uh, <laughs> right. we're going to get Debo. It's such a fucking great deal for the Giants. Yeah, the slur- or excuse me, for the 49ers. The amount of slurp is uh, interesting, especially with, you know, who knows what the fuck they're going to be next year. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I still believe that Belichick ends up in Dallas after the Pats go like 6-11 and 11 this year. Or 6-12, and 12, or whatever the fuck it would be. 6-11, <sighs> right? 
Like I do. I think Shaft's yeah. heading up. I think after this year, Shaft's heading up. like, fuck you. You made me trade Brady, you fucking moron. You made me get walk. You didn't trade him. Like, it made me walk from Brady, get absolutely mm. nothing for the greatest player of all time. Um, and we've been dog shit since, and it's all your fucking fault. And I think, like, the mutual parting away, and Belichick's like, fuck this team. I fucking hate Shaft. Because there's clearly fucking, you know, tension there. Mac Jones sucks. I'm going to fucking Dallas. I get Dak and that crazy offense. And Jerry's desperate enough to leave me alone for like three years. Mm-hmm. And I'm desperate enough to beat Don Shula's record win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and it's fucking perfect. He is. No, he's going to he's going to stick around until he beats no Don question. Shula's record. No doubt. I, I, yeah. Not only that, because I think he also like hated John Shula. Don Shula hated him. Right, and it, yeah. and at six wins that, a year, it's going to take a while. He needs to right. he needs to get somewhere where yeah. they can win more than six games. You know, I think the thing that he's dying to do the most is go sixteen and zero and win a Super Bowl. Like that is. Well, it'd be seventeen and zero now. Right, that's a good point. Yeah. Right, to go undefeated, win a Super Bowl because yeah. I don't think he'll like, like. I bet you every night he dreams of Mercury Morris like popping champagne, <laughs> doing his little fucking dance. <laughs> like that's got to kill him, man. It that's does. Got to kill him. And I'm telling you, man. Like I think that and you know he blames Brady. No question. I, I bet you blame <laughs> Shaft. Like him and Shaft don't. Really, I don't think like each other that much. So I'm telling you, like. I think, like, if you're shitty for three years or on Brady's running around down yeah. there fucking making the playoffs and win Super Bowls and shit, like, three years of that nonsense, you're like, fuck you, man. I'm fucking done. Is Bobby... And, by the way, did you see, like, Joe Judge is going to be, like, their OC? Like, what the fuck is that? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, Patricia and Joe Judge are going to run their offense. Joe Judge is going to coach the quarterbacks. Like, this is the most fucking inept group I've ever heard of in my life. It's ridiculous. It's super weird. If it were any other team, thanks, it didn't have, like, an OC and was fucking, mm. like, the ex-special team coach was a complete joke as a head coach in New, in New, in New York. Like, everyone would be like, this is crazy. I'd be making, like, writing articles, like, laughing at the team, being like, <laughs> look at these fucking idiots, right? So, I guess it'll take a while before people figure that out, but... What kind of offense are they running with fucking Joe Judge? Like, what's that look like? Hard nose? Yeah, like QB Sneak from the nine or whatever they yeah. fucking did in the game. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who was their OC at that point for the Giants? Oh, good question. Who was it? Um, I think it was, uh, was it still, what's his face? From Dallas, or he had he been? They fired. fired Garrett. Yeah, they fired Garrett. That's who, right. Who did they promote? They promoted someone from within. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. That was awesome. Yeah, and then I mean, maybe Judge is fucking making the calls, but that's what I mean. Was yeah. Judge calling plays? He might have been. I think. He, I feel like he's the one that takes the shit for calling that Incredible. fucking QB sneak from their own fucking eight or did nine. What's or his, the fuck it was? Did what's his face leave Alabama, or is he still the OC there? O'Brien's still there. Yeah, okay. So yeah. he's smart not to leave. Like, why would you yeah, Why would you leave? Why would you leave? Right, you yeah. barely have to fucking recruit. You have to do anything. Right. He probably is, He probably never doesn't even go on recruiting they trips. Could literally, and they could literally run anything with the players right. they have and be fine. Of course. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here. Here's playbook. All right. Like, oh, I, haven't designed a, I haven't designed a new play in 12 years. doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. You never have to worry <laughs> about it. The only time you have to worry is when fucking, when Saban retires. Just retire. Just don't coach anymore. You're fine. Yeah, You've made yeah, you're rich. Money. Right. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck, right? I think he's still making tons of money off of Houston. I oh, probably. Sure the, yeah, because they were paying him to be the fucking GM. He's like, God, there. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he went crazy. <laughs> we don't need good players. Yeah, we're getting rid of all the good players, dude. Fucking good players suck. <laughs> going to win this like the well, Junction Boys. I'm a, Bill, I'm a Bill Belichickle disciple. I don't want any good players. <laughs> Well, he had Brady, though, man. Right, but people forget that part, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian had fucking Deshaun? Uh, yeah. At least for a while. <laughs> Jesus. At least for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, w- I wanted to bring up something. Yeah. Sure. Uh, 
because it was so disappointing to me. Have you ever seen this, have you seen the show Upload on Netflix? Upload. Sounds familiar. All right, so it's a really interesting idea. It's like 50 years in the future, more or less, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, they figured out a way to download your consciousness onto, like, a device, and then they can put your consciousness into a computer program, and yep. you're at, like, a like a retirement home. You're dead, but, like, your, your, your consciousness still exists, and you're, like, in a retirement community. Yep. Like, if you're okay. retired, you're in, like, like, really city, right? I don't think I've seen this. Okay, and it's, like, you know, and it's, like, a Dillick and everything, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you know, and, and obviously your experience... <laughs> In your afterlife retirement home depends on like how much money you have to some right. degree, like yeah. you know, like anything, right? And and as you go through, so like you find out there's like shittier ones, right? And there's like there's like like people can't afford much, and like yeah. a, it's like like there's between like a PS5 and like Atari, you know, and like your mm-hmm. like your surroundings, right? Because like the more detailed, the more expensive, right? So it's a fun show because you can imagine that this could happen. Right? Like, that's not a totally unfathomable thought that they could somehow download your consciousness and you could live on forever, right? In a, you know, in a computer program or something. So it was really, like, fun. And, you know, some of the storylines are kind of stupid. But, like, you get assigned, like, an angel once you're dead. And it's, mm-hmm. like, a real person wearing a headset, like, in real life. And they kind of monitor you or whatever. So, obviously, like, the the, the is one... Is it a comedy? Or is it just... It's kind of like... It's not, like, kind of, but it's not... Okay. It was. It was fun. This is my whole yeah. point on this. Oh, okay. This is kind of like a fun show. It's like, like turns weird. Yeah. Well, it okay. turns. Yeah. So, so like they fall in love. The angel and the dead guy fall in love, and you know, and right, and yeah. and, and she can, and like you can, like you can enter the the fake mm-hmm. virtual reality thing as a as a living person. So that's a little far fetched, but whatever. It's like it's a fine show, and then it it brings up all the inevitable problems that that would create, like dead people wanting to vote, and you know, like, <laughs> right. like or whatever, like sure. insurance scams, yeah, or yeah, like yeah, people yeah. faking their dead to be in this community. So like it's really fun, and like it's kind of goofy, whatever. Sure. But it's like you know, entertainment, entertaining and mindless. Year one's great. Just kind of watch. It's kind of cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they bring up, like I said, like some social problems that would come up from it that are perfectly like predictable and kind of mm-hmm. cool, right? Like to to talk about. And then like year two hits, and year, first episode's kind of all right, you know, and you know, but like there's a there's like an evil billionaire that lives in this community, right? Mm-hmm. And he's hilarious because like you can, it's virtual reality, right? So you right. can so every day like at lunch he's like an endangered animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, like yeah. so. It's like show's fucking yeah. funny, right? Mm-hmm. So, so he's the evil billionaire, and he's a great villain in the first year because he's mm-hmm. doing shit like this, like eating endangered species and yeah. shit, right? And it's funny. So then year two hits, and it gets ultra serious. Oh, no. And you know that kid in Road Trip, the funny like nerdy kid, the really smart nerdy kid in Road Trip, the the, the yeah, he thinks the, too much. He's the philosophy. Yeah, major. the smoke. Yeah. He smokes totally yeah. and shit. Yeah. He's also coincidentally in one of the other worst shows I've ever seen, which is the the Kiefer Sutherland fucking uh, designated survivor show. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, that show's horrible, but he's show. he's in that. Yeah. yeah, plays kind of a similar character in a way. He dies very quickly in the expanse. He gets oh, a, does he? He gets a railgun to the face. <laughs> oh, his, his head gets wiped out. Good. Yeah. So in this show, he shows up in season two, in like the second or third episode, it starts to get real like militant and political. Mm-hmm. And so the storyline completely changes from like this kind of like fun look at like how this could go to all of a sudden the evil billionaire is like super evil, like really evil. And he's like doing all this shady shit. And like, it's hilarious. Like he, 
he figures out a way to like get his consciousness onto like a robot, so he's still going to like board meetings and it's like his <laughs> fucking business and shit. <laughs> and like like shit like that's funny because yeah. like the shit like that would happen, right? Sure. So with all the things that you could possibly do in this like new reality, like all the horrible like atrocities you could commit, right? All the things you could possibly think of. Like you're going through this and like and and you find out like so this kid, the the kid from Road Trip, is part of like the resistance yeah. To these types of like post, you know, like post life, afterlife type of set- setups, you know, it's like the evils of like big tech and all that, you know, shit that like, okay, all right, I'm still, I'm still okay with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like this fundamentalist group. So this girl that falls in love with a dead guy, like somehow ends up dating this dude and like ends up in this fucking group, and so they, they're like using her to like hack information and like try and fuck them up and stuff, and it all it comes out in the end. The the big crime, the, like the big master plan by this fucking guy, the, like the way they present it could conceivably literally do anything he wants. Anything. Right? He's like, the whole thing is like he's trying to rig elections. <laughs> Hollywood's so broken. The man. whole thing comes down, <laughs> he's trying to rig elections. I turned it off. The second I found out what it was, I turned the show off. I'll never watch it again. It's amazing. Like, what the fuck, right? Like, you could have gone in so many directions. It would have been so cool. Trying to rig elections. And instead, it goes to rigging elections, of course, for the Republicans, right? Because, like, he's a rich asshole Republican billionaire that eats endangered species. It's just incredible. So I was like, really? Like, I put, like, you know, I really kind of like the show. It was kind of fun. I mean, it's stupid and brainless, but it was, like, fun. And all of a sudden, you fucking ruined it. Like, just ruined it with no, like, no warning. Just fucking ruined it. So I was really fucking pissed. I was like, really? Like, of all the time, this guy could have made, like, he could have, like, made infinite money. He could have done anything. Mm. But no, he rigged elections. (laughs) That was his whole thing. This guy that eats, like, endangered species every day. Like, the most evil thing he could think of was to rig an election. That is incredible. Hey, they rigged an election in Ozark. That's true, but that was yeah, dope. The way was, they did the way it. They did yeah, it because so, the way they did it was totally fucking believable. So believable. You're like, that definitely happens. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, wow, they're just writing oh, you're this like, from, oh, from that's how yeah, that they works. They definitely got someone to tell them how to do it. Right, like, that's how that works. Huh, that's really kind of ingenious. <laughs> right. Because, like, 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 their whole story is like. I was like, oh, shit, this shit happens, man. We're right. in trouble. Because their story's crazy. Like, it's just about amassing power and wealth without really ever tangibly providing anything to anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that yeah that but in that scenario like oh that's fucking dope because mm-hmm. that's probably how that goes down yeah like even um and this is so far this was so long ago but like House of Cards rigging an election was horrible yeah that show so really dumb. fell off and then him like making out with his fucking like bodyguard every ten seconds after a while it's like okay we get it like we get it he's secretly gay so what like I totally forgot about that yeah that made yeah. that was like such a big deal right remember mm-hmm. like that was such a big deal at the time I was like all right okay. <laughs> Except that we found out that Kevin Spacey doesn't ask before he does. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ever, apparently. Uh, we're watching The Afterlife right now. Have you seen that? Is that the Ricky Gervais show? No. Uh, Where is it? Oh, wait. Sorry. That is. Yes. No. Um, we're watching The After Party. Oh. What's so that? The After Party is a whodunit. It's like eight or nine parts. Okay. And it's uh, Dave Franco. Uh, James Franco's brother, like oh, younger yeah, he's brother, funny. he's fucking that hilarious. Fucking funny as shit. I love that. So he kid. plays this. The, so it takes place at a, a high school reunion, and yeah. he's 
the guy who made it big at the high school. Oh, okay. So he comes in in like a helicopter. His name is Xavier because it's like he's just the biggest douchebag, like white <laughs> hair, like purple getup. Like, oh, yeah. Right. He, he was in a like he and oh, uh, one of his best friends from high school is um fucking entertainment 720 oh yeah john ralphio john ralphio's in it great cast. he is yeah so he's like a he's like a toned down john ralphio okay. but but and i know i don't think you you didn't watch veep right no i can never remember yeah. the dude's name is this uh you'd actually recognize he's in it a bunch of stuff but he's a big black dude who's a comedian but he's like dry wit kind of like kevin he's kind of like he kind of delivers like kevin nealon does okay like if you saw him you'd recognize him. he's really funny he's kind of the main character and uh, you'll, it's just a bunch of comedians. There's a lot of, like, you can tell there's a lot of improv, but like Dave Franco, like someone murders him. Like he, like oh, someone really? kills him. Oh, the first, the thing? Yeah. So like they're interviewing all these people and it's just fucking funny, dude. That it's sounds great. Show. Yeah. Uh, I also, yeah. you told me watch the girl in the window across the street from the, yeah, the, the lake yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's really pretty funny. It yep. was, you know, it's you said it started slow and it does. First episode sucks. It's terrible. They have no idea how to introduce it as like a satire. Right, because it, it's funny because like as a parent, like mm-hmm. you never like seeing shit where like sure. a kid dies, but yeah. then when they explain how the kid dies, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. fucking right. hilarious. Like it's the funniest <laughs> shit. Just leave the kid in with a serial killer. It's the funniest shit ever. Like and then they mention <laughs> right. like I know your daughter was horribly murdered and eaten. <laughs> yeah, like, like, the, the, the like br- brutally the, murdered and eaten, <laughs> yeah. you know, like right in front of you, but you need to get past this. Right. Like, what? <laughs> I love that they blame her even though he left her in there. Right, it had nothing to do with her, right? <laughs> right. She wasn't even there. Yeah. And like, like that's why I'm watching yeah, this, I'm like, it's it's, great. you know that that's what's about to happen because they of course. obviously they tell yeah. you she's dead right away yeah. and then you're watching the scene unfold and you're like, right. wait a minute, he's got her in the room mm. with a serial killer? <laughs> wait a minute, he's leaving the room? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> You're like, that's fucking awesome. It's so fucking funny. Right. And the, I love the dude who's always working on the mailbox. Like he's yeah, for no reason. <laughs> just randomly working on the mailbox every day. So it's a pretty funny show. I haven't gotten yeah. to the end of it yet. I'm probably like halfway through. But oh, okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. She just, it's like, not great. She just made just out. Good. She just yeah. made out with the, with the guy that's supposedly yeah. partners with the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Like also like, really? Like, yeah. That's so just like, ridiculous. Right, like the guy threatens to kill you and your kid. <laughs> right. that he doesn't know your kid's dead, but he threatens to kill you and your kid, and like you end up like boning him. Yeah, really? What the fuck? It's life. It's funny though. That show. It is funny. funny. She's great. She's always great. Yeah, she's pretty funny. Yeah, I like she's her. always pretty funny. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so I, I was like, all right, I was a little skeptical, and I watched mm-hmm. the first episode. This is kind of boring. And then I stuck with it. Like, Honestly, it's when they it's when they do the, the kid story. You're like, okay, here we go. Some of the funniest shit. It's so fucking funny. It's I'm I, it's like a really long it's a really long uh joke basically to start, right? Like it's a, it's a wait for the punchline. Cuz you're like, "Oh, what? Like why is it trying right. to be like yeah. is it serious or is it right. not serious?" Like, and then you realize I think Will Ferrell's a producer like, oh, "Okay, yeah." Well, right. You realize so you're expecting yeah. it to be yeah. funny at some point, but like it's, it's really not very it's, funny. It fucking sucks. Right for the first like, episode, right, terrible. The first like, half hour is horrible. It's, it's awful. Right, and then it's fucking the funniest thing <laughs> yeah. in the world. Right. Yeah. yeah, they do a great job. That's awesome. That's that's fucking great. <laughs> Have you seen the lighthouse scene yet? Yeah, where he throws the teacher out the light. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, I'm at the point where like I'm not sure if he's. 
Right. No, that's great. Yeah. If, you know, yeah. if he did kill these women yeah. or not, you know, like he's pretty convincing when he confronts. Mm. So and then she's like following him down the alley. Sure. And shit, yeah. You know? Yeah. But he's got his like, what was in that bag? The ventriloquist. The ventriloquist. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's going like he was open mic night. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a fucking funny ass show too yeah that's a good show i don't think is there anything else that i've been watching that's any good but i've actually powered through some shit but like you hit like, the you like hit- rise of the ottoman empire <laughs> like that was dope <laughs> it's really pretty good have you uh i would suggest dr death what's that dr death was a podcast that they turned into a um a show it's about a doctor down in texas who was this like hot shit like phd md out of out of out of med school super smart was trying to get into stem cell research like did all this stuff but he also to pay the bills but you know he was a he was a surgeon he was a spinal surgeon he was a fucking horrible spinal surgeon like dreadful he ended up in jail for how bad he was and so, like just like paralyzing people. Right, paralyzing right. people. He killed two people. Like, Jesus. Yeah, and, and the way that in the bigger story really is the way that the state of Texas just allowed this to happen too. Like they could have pulled his license at basically like any <laughs> Anytime, point. right, yeah. Like uh, Baylor, he was at Baylor Plano at one point, which is like the most prestigious uh, hospital in Texas. And when they got rid of him, they didn't want to make it a big story. So they wrote him a fucking recommendation to go to another uh, hospital and work like that person should be in jail no for question. doing that. No, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it exactly. is a crazy. I think you'd like the podcast. It's really good. But the the um, the show is great. Like Christian Slater's one of the doc, like one of the doctors and um, uh, Alec Baldwin's one of the doctors. They do a really good job with like like how they they act it out. But it's a fucking for frightening story that bet because this guy just like, he had the credentials but from like school is that why he was so highly regarded yeah he came out of memphis which is like he went to at the time it was memphis state but so that their med school and they have like a specific spinal school yeah. like he was he wasn't like the best student like he was the best research student like okay. they they talk about this a lot is that like if he he was so he, but he was just too arrogant to just be a researcher. Like he had to be the face of a of a practice, right? And because and be the surgeon. But like they, everyone says he was like the most genius. Like he would do fucking tons of LSD and just fucking like figure out how like he could use stem cells to to fuse a spine or something, okay. right? Yeah. But like he would go in there and just motherfuck someone up, dude. Crazy. Like leaving. Like he he you know he'd leave like uh, sponges inside like it's Wasn't just there like a Seinfeld episode where they leave a sp- yeah like it, a, they, they leave a, a chocolate bar it's Junior Mint <laughs> Junior Mint that's right. it's a fucking Junior Mint that's right. <laughs> 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 I mean I started watching Seinfeld again it's on it's, uh, Netflix isn't it fucked up though when you watch Seinfeld how fucking outdated it is it's super outdated like holy the, especially shit. the first the first few seasons oh right when seasons it's old are, are not very yeah. funny yeah they're like oh yeah yeah. <laughs> but, well, then no one's got a cell phone. They all dress yeah, horribly. Phone, and, yeah. You know, I mean, right. it's really a long time ago. That's the thing that fucks mm-hmm. me up when I watch yeah, it. Yeah, man, like, it is a long time like, ago. That shit's a long time and ago. And it in 97. Yeah. 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 That's a long fucking time ago now. Yep. But it is funny. Like, we, I can't remember what episode was on the uh, Oh, the, <laughs> the, the other day where fucking Jerry needs a, a blood transfusion and just, just so happens that Kramer had his own blood, like, in his 
on him. So like he had like he had uh, Kramer's blood inside him, and Jerry's Jerry's like I can I can feel his blood borrowing things from my blood. <laughs> this is such great fucking writing. That's fucking. Funny. And I'm sure a lot of that was Larry David. I think most of it was. Yeah. 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 Back then. Yeah. yeah. Um, I get the fly tomorrow. I'm telling you this, man. I know it's different now because the mask mandate is all wonky now, like yeah. or whatever. But like, I had the best experience flying possibly going down to to um, Key US. West about a month ago. Yeah. Now maybe it's because everyone was going to Key West. Like we're you know we're getting the fuck out of winter and going south. But it was super weird. Like everyone was cool. Like everyone understood. It was like where'd you fly out? Of? I think flew out of Portland, which okay. was which was yeah, key. That's huge. Yeah. Flew to Newark. Okay. Which is spotty, but once you're there, like we'll you don't say, have to go through TSA and shit. Like oh it's, my, it's all right. I like, will say that yeah. there was a tremendous douchebag couple, double masked, in the Starbucks line, <sighs> and then, but the guy like proceeded to touch everyone and be around everyone the whole time, and would take his masks off to talk to the people working there. So it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like what? Like what sign are you sending to everybody? You're such a douchebag. But well, uh, it's, you know, it's like we're yeah. so concerned, right? Mm-hmm. Flights down were great. Flights back were perfectly fine. So yeah, it was weird. Well, like, it's either great or fucking brutal. Yeah, I mean, there's it's think, the two extremes. It felt I mean, like people like it felt like people knew it was like coming to an end. Oh, you mean the masking shit? Yeah, like it yeah. just felt like there are way fewer people wearing them in the airports themselves. Right, I'm sure yeah. that's true. What I don't understand, though, honestly, it's like it's not about like it's not, obviously not about like health, though, right? Because I mean, from the people, like, if you think your mask works and you think the vaccine works, wear why the mask. fuck would you care if anyone else didn't? Just right. wear yours wear and your you're mask. cool, right? Yeah. I understand where the outrage comes from. Like, yeah. if you think your mask works and you think the vaccine works, then you should be perfectly cool. It shouldn't mm-hmm. matter if other people were in their mask or not, right? right? Like, yeah. how, why would it matter? Sure. But it's sure. like this crazy indoctrinization, right? You've been, like, brainwashed and, like, believing that to be a good citizen, I have to wear a mask. Well, I mean, it's an element of control, as we know, Obviously, and it's yeah. and I think it's also an element of of, of fear that people but, are like yeah. just they don't want to they don't want to look and realize that we're going to be okay. Well, and look, every dystopian future movie we've ever seen, it's always like focused on like being a good citizen. That's true. That's what this shit is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was I know? watching? Why the, the fuck other would day? you care? What was I watching the other day where it was like the exact plot of of uh, Judgment? What was the Judgment movie? Um, not Judgment. Um, Demolition Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, like, this this group of people was like, I can't remember what movie it was, but they were the exact version of Dennis Leary's crew. Right, like, like living underground, yeah. fighting the resistance. Oh, Halo, and... the show Halo. I started oh, watching the show Halo okay. on Paramount. It's terrible, but I, I love it because it's space and <laughs> you know it's a video game. And yeah. No one has ever been able to make a good video game movie or TV show ever. It's amazing how that works. The original Tron, as great as it is, is fucking awful. Yeah, it's terrible. But, I love it. But, but it was funny. also a movie before a game, right? You know, that's a good question. I think the I, game came no, after the movie. I don't you know, you'd we'll have, have to, to look it up. You'd have to look that up. Yeah, we'll have to look that yeah. up. It's a terrible movie, but it's awesome. Yeah, and the, the new Neutron, one is fucking yeah, awful. The Neutron movie's even worse. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. Um, but um, what was I saying? I can't remember what I was saying. The Halo thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the, the, there's this planet where it's exactly, it's like, hey, here's some here's some rat to eat. Here's this. Or, you know, uh, screw the man. We don't, it was like, wait, you guys are just literally ripping off, like, Where's Dennis Leary? Where's the Taco Bell, man? Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
What do you mean? All restaurants are Taco Bell. Yeah, so anyways, I digress. They won the uh, franchise wars. They did, yeah. The Taco Bell franchise. I think they would. I think they'd have a shot at it. They're too small. Right, but they're in with others. They're in with the Yum Center, right? Aren't they? So they're in with- Taco Bell part of Yum? Yeah, it's Pizza Hut, KFC, and Taco Bell. That's not Long John's, by the way. Okay, so- See, people don't understand it up here, but Long John's is pretty big outside of New England. Like you, down you, south, it's huge. You start getting down south. We had a couple on campus. People love that shit down there with the hush puppies and everything. <coughs> hush puppies are. Yeah. I don't really like hush puppies, but they are the like number one fucking thing in the south. Yeah, I love people. Hush love them. I love. Yeah, them. I'm not a big hush puppy. Salvage makes some good ones. I, I'm always uh, they're always get too them flavorless for me. Oh, that's why you get a good dipping sauce. Yeah. They do need it. You're right. They need something. It's like grits, or it's like any like yeah. kind of cornmeal-y kind of thing. You always yeah. need that. By the way, I had tacos today. I was very excited. Oh, nice. Hit Escobar. It's <laughs> been a while. Oh, all right. Yeah. I love Taco Escobar. I love Taco Trio. Yes. new. I um, like the new Taco Trio. They did a nice job. It's did. really pretty in there. Yeah. Um, I think that place is already there. Like, I mean, that building. I think it was a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I think it were a bar. One of the two. Yeah. Or both. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a restaurant bar. I think, I think honestly... I think that place closed, and they moved in there relatively soon. I don't think I had to do that much. Like, I think everything was kind of already in place. I was very excited to find out. <laughs> That's for you, buddy, Ray. I was very excited to find out that the Mexican place in Gorham, which is tied in with <laughs> the place you get tacos in South Portland, uh, El Rodeo. Yeah. It's called Crew. <laughs> Excuse me. It's called uh, something. Azul Tequila. Oh, they, they're part of that? They just took the entire spot. So it used to yeah. just be a small area, but now yeah. they have like a full bar and a lot more seating and everything. They've done really well there. I'm like exclusively Taco Churro these yeah. days. Nice. They're fucking burrito. It's a really good burrito. Holy fuck. It is. Do you, go, do you go beef? So I go steak burrito with or steak. Yeah, with no beans. And then uh, I mix the habanero and the um, our bowl sauces together. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just fucking like just incredibly delicious. I don't even know what else to say. I mean, no, what's wait, what's bean? Frijoles. Yeah, no frijoles. Yeah, seen frijoles before. No, because I always frijoles. there's some Colombian girl that works there who speaks Spanish, so I always speak Spanish to her. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Playa. That's right. I was like, what's up? Like, hola. <laughs> it's like me talking to my Spanish teacher in college every day when she walked by me in the student unit. It was like. Hola, senorita. <laughs> Yo soy. Uh, there you go. You'd give her the donde está la biblioteca. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Me amo Chris still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so always talking to the Colombian girl in, in Spanish. That's well, awesome. Just a little bit of, you know. We have a nice rapport. Did she, did she recognize your Spanish as the proper tongue? She does. It's funny because anytime I talk to like Latino people, mm-hmm. they're always like, "Oh, I love your accent." <laughs> they do. It's yeah. funny. Like they just think it's like so smooth. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They like it. Oh. It's funny because Dudes too, not just chicks. Our our English is way cooler than the British English. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Our, our English is cool English. Yeah, yeah. Their English sucks. No, nah, super lame. Yeah, it's awful. No. Hey, let's go to the loo. Big fan. Like why? Why is the fucking? Why is why is there? Uh, trunk called a boot right why is there a fucking bathroom a water closet yeah i'm go use the telly yeah like and then canadians like ripped off much of their shit too yeah i think don't they call uh gas petrol yeah they call like napkins serviettes and shit (laughs) 
Why don't they ever use connecting? I can never remember what the the connecting words. They just say, let's go to hospital instead of let's go to the hospital. Oh, yeah, I hadn't noticed. We go to university. No, you go to the university. You know, that's true. They had, never use that's it. That's a really good point. Even in their I writing. I never really noticed that. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you read, and I noticed it because of reading like soccer articles and shit yeah. like that. I'd be like, so-and-so had to go to hospital after the game. I'm like, oh, this idiot fucking missed a the. I'm like, wait a minute. No, this like, is how, no, they, no, this is how went, they fucking went to talk. hospital. So, hey. Whatever. No, wait, did you see they fucking banned Russian players at Wimbledon? I just don't understand like, it. It's like that's like a South Park episode. Yeah, I'm like, what, really like what are we doing? Yeah, stop. I mentioned it on my show today, and only two people called in about it, and they both were like, "Dude, like, what's the problem?" Like, oh, okay, you're one of those people, right? It's just like, I, really, I like this, so this so never like we worry this never about, leads down a good path. No, and also like all we talk about is like Islamophobia. Like, right. don't blame like Muslim people for the actions of like wacko fucking extremists, right? right. We worry about, like, racism against Asians when the fucking COVID shit, right? But not, you know, this thing, oh, fuck all the Russians, man. Fuck, we don't want any Russians around here, fucking dirty Russians. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's awful, man. Like, that's like, the, that's like the epitome of, like, evil human behavior. And, like, I think most people see it that way, actually. But, like, it astounds me, the people that don't. Well, you know what it is, Javier? It's... <laughs> like, one guy actually called in and said, like, oh, a couple pissant tennis players can't play, boo-hoo. I'm like... That's how it starts. Really, though, that's dude. individual like, freedom is the whole right. point, and it's like, also that's how that stuff starts. Like, wh- wh- where do you draw the line? Right, exactly. I, like, so, do you draw the line if they start putting him in jail, right, or in concentration right. camps? And honestly, like, would it be okay to ban all Russian people from earning a living in England? Like, because mm. that's basically saying like those people can't earn a living in England if they play tennis. But like, what if you're garbage man? Like, should you not be allowed to be a garbage man or a computer scientist or what the fuck ever? You're just telling me, like, all Russians, like, we used to have no sign, like, no Irish signs, no black signs in our fucking country, right? Like, that's how, that's the same shit, right? But, like, you know, there's a significant number of people that are like, no, no, man, like. No, we put our Japanese in camps during World right, War Right, exactly, II. World War II. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, what the fuck? So, you're going to, like, you're, you're like, supportive? Like, what the I fuck? Know, I saw that today. It's just, this is, it's just so embarrassing. Because we talked about last week, like, there's yeah. no way that'll happen. And guess what? Here you go. Here yeah. you are, right? Yeah. I mean. That's so, uh, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I just can't believe that people don't see that for what it is, like, tyranny, man. Like, that's fucking evil. Like, you're you're basically demonizing a group of people for simply being from somewhere. Yeah. Like, that's that's cool now? <laughs> it should never be cool. So, yeah. So, I, anyway, I, I kind of railed on a little bit about, about it on the show today. but well, I, good. I, just, I, mean, I, think I couldn't fucking believe it. Like, yeah, I wonder what the eventually the backlash will be. I wonder if others will follow suit or if that if other terms like, whoa, man, we're going too far here. I feel like the former. I feel like more and more will follow that suit. Because I that's, think most That's people, typically how that works. Yeah, I think most people are kind of pissed off at, or outraged at what the Wimbledon did. And good. I, like, I'm I glad. Hope, I, I bet it's you hard to tell. Like, I'm not going to watch. Like, they're, they're, I yeah. hope their ratings are horrible because it's the only way, you know. I agree. I just yeah. I think it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Right. Like if you if you don't like that shit, don't watch it because right. that's the only way you can get your message across, right? Just if they have horrible ratings, like an all time low, then maybe you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like that's fucking pre- weird. It's like presented as like normal and like mm-hmm. the like the mainstream point of view, and that's just I've I never thought like in Western culture we'd be going down this road. I never did. Like this is like, I thought we'd get all fucked up, and I see society devolving in a million different ways, but I did not think, like, we'd go down this road. We could, Like, this road's a well-traveled road that never ends well. 
Well, and again, like, what's the like, what's the end game? Like, Putin sees that he's like, you know what? That's it. I'm right. Done. I'm out. Like, I'm what done. The fuck. Daniel Medvedev can't go to the w- Wimbledon. Pull out, boys. Come on home. Imagine if the NHL was like, nah, we can't have like Russian oh, hockey players. Like, well, Hasek wanted that. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> I don't blame any Czech person for hating Russia. You know, it's funny. Someone, like, you know, you want to say the most vile shit about Russia? You're Czech. Be my guest. Someone asked me that the same thing, and I said, "Believe me, I am. I think it's it's lunacy what he says, but I also didn't grow up in the Czech Republic under Russian rule. Right? You'd have like family members and, right, killed just by disappear. Right? Just right, be yeah. killed or just straight so, up murdered in front of you. He can say yeah. whatever the fuck he wants no about doubt. it, and I'll be like, you know what? I get it. Yeah, no question. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, any Czech person that's like fuck Russia, I'm like, all right. And that goes to Poland and a lot of those countries. Of course. Sure. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I still but to your point, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I think that's the best equivalent to what we have in America, clearly, because from any sport, that's where the most Russians would be. And there's never been any talk of that to the to the NHL's credit, at least from what I've seen. No, it's the not NHL like was it's actually, not like I've really followed that closely to the NHL. It was like but. briefly broached to the NHL mm-hmm. and they were like, that's ridiculous. So, well, yeah, it's it's insane. Like it's to their certified. to their credit. Right. They did that at least initially. Like, hopefully they stick to it. I think they will. NBA, same thing. Right. You got some Russian dudes yep. in the NBA, too. So yeah. uh, I just can't I can't believe that, like. Like, you wouldn't sort of, like, like your instinct wouldn't be to be, like, completely repelled by that. Well, to me, it's you this know? whole idea that every Russian is now Vladimir Putin. Right. Like, you're going to hold every citizen accountable mm-hmm. for the actions of their government. So, like, should Americans ever get to go anywhere? <laughs> right. Like, I was going to say. I'm a fucked up shit. We're, uh, like, we we, are, the, two fucking, we are the king of fucked up we shit. We dropped two nukes in Japan. We fucking <laughs> Vietnam. Blame <let's>, them. <laughs> right. Like Vietnam fucking. Sure. You want to talk about war atrocities and shit? Like, we're certainly fucking. What about carpet bombing, like, cities in Germany? Like, just wiping. And even at the time, during World War II, like, a lot of the world was fucking completely outraged. When the Allies came in and just yeah, fucking... Yeah, but Javier, we, did it, we didn't do it at night. It was always during the day. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and leveled entire cities, right? So, like, sure. there's t- in, in Great Britain, of all places, easily the most rapacious, like, definitely has the most... I would say by any country in the world, all time, the number one, the number one nation of deaths and rapes has to be the great, like, the great Br- British Empire. They've done a very solid I mean, job with it, yeah. They they controlled the entire planet at one point and mm-hmm. fucked over everybody around the world that wasn't white. And, like, they're the ones fucking being like, no, 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 you're Russian, but you fucking, your past is too gross. Fuck that. Oh. <laughs> like, really? Are you fucking serious? It must be the most oppressive country in the history of planet Earth. <laughs> you overtook Rome. <laughs> your past is too gross. <laughs> like you fucking beat the holy roman empire in total kills i know man worldwide it's so easy it's so easy for us to sit on a pedestal and look down on other of course countries. and that's how this shit works <laughs> right course. like oh no 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 it doesn't count when we do it right oh no 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 it's not the same thing it's not the same thing actually it fucking is the same it thing is. so fuck you right and and again Imagine, like, topping the Holy Roman Empire's fucking death toll. And, like, England blew by that, right? I mean, they only terrorized, Rome only terrorized, like, you know, a little bit of the Middle East and all of Europe. 
Great Britain, the British Empire was fucking global. <laughs> they fucking everywhere. I bet you they're. I bet you they're. They start a lot of shit. I bet you their total kills are twice the Holy Roman Empire's total kills. That's a great question. <laughs> what empire has the most kills? It's like Galactic Empire, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So they're gonna say Genghis. They killed a lot of people. Herb, Herb, who is the author of the Linux console editor. Fuck, we wait, had Herb on. Author of Fed, the Linux. Well, whatever. I don't know. The British Empire is probably responsible for a hundred plus million deaths during its two hundred year domination of the world. <laughs> two hundred years. Ooh. However, the Mongol Empire killed. Yeah, a, as I say, killed right. somewhere between thirty and seventy million. But they're saying British Empire, 200 million, right? Uh, oh, that's true. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. But Genghis, that's only one guy, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's one guy. About 200 years. That's in like 20 years. <laughs> so kill per year, they're clearly the highest. Oh, wait. Okay. So the Mongol Empire, yeah. uh, this person says the time span was about 163 Okay. Years. All right. So. The, the, and, but this was also before the invention of mass weapons of, or weapons. Of that's mass true. You don't know, like World War Two and shit to fall back on. But I bet you most of England's kills are great. You know, the, the British Empire's kills are, are pre-World War One, really. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. No, you're I right. mean, so yeah. easily the most prolific killing machine of all time is Great Britain. From what I see in this thread. Right. So my thesis was correct. Uh, if my this, hypothesis was correct. If this here. thread is correct. Yes. So. Easily, easily the number one most killingest empire of all time, <laughs> with by far the most deaths too. Like they blow Genghis out of the fucking park, thirty seventy million. Like that's nothing compared to what they fucking did, right? Oh, here we go. The top ten most brutal empires in history. Okay, number one is the Mongol Empire. Yeah, see, I think that's reputation. Wiped out over 10% of the global population. That's Oh my that's god. That's impressive actually. That is incredible. Yeah, that's Holy impressive. Shit. Yeah. And then like the other 90% was related to Genghis Khan. Yeah, so yeah, so this website says 30 to 70. So number 2 is the British Empire. Uh they I'm trying to see if there's like a number. Does it have total kills because this is, sounds more like a power ranking to me. Tens of million. Well, here's the thing. I mean, they probably, yeah, it basically says it killed tens of millions of, of uh, indigenous people. Well, yeah, for starters. But that's just that. Like, yeah. they don't have anything else listed. Right. I mean, think I mean. about the rest of the world. Sure, in their own people. Right. Like, all the heretics they killed and that's shit. That's true. I mean, yeah, fucking, good point. How many people they behead in their own country? So many heretics. <laughs> so many heretics. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I guarantee you, they're the number one kill fucking empire of all time. I, I, from like a from a numbers total deaths, total deaths. Well, probably, yeah, more people, a longer, like you said, a longer span of time. Yep. Yeah, it's probably. See, I true. think the Mongols get all the all the damp because they're fucking mean looking and shit. Like sure. they look yeah. the part, right? The British yeah. are fucking running around in their little fucking red pea coats and shit. I know, total Like drumming bags. as they come, right? right We're coming yeah. to kill you. Hello. Hello, Hello, Governor. I'm going to kill you today. <laughs> we'll kill your whole family. Yeah. Oh, you don't look like us. So, uh, <laughs> you don't speak English. <laughs> um, 
So speak American, man. God damn it. So I'm telling you, they're easily the number one fucking killingest empire of all time, and they have the balls to tell fucking Russian people they can't be fucking playing tennis at their <laughs> stupid little tournament. <laughs> Fuck you. Really? Holy shit. That is craziness. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Man, I, there's a lot of conflicting reports here. I'm still confident in my theory, man. I'm very confident. How many of the Holy Roman Empire? How many of the Listen church? Listen to this, dude. How it's, many, totally, right. it's totally the British Empire because we just talked about tens of tens, ten tens of, 20, of millions. Tens of millions. Tens so, of millions of indigenous, so indigenous let's, people. Let's, let's be honest. Probably 30 million plus. At least. Yeah. I was going to go 50. This person here says at least 35 million killed through deliberate British government policy in India. Okay. Yeah, right. That exactly. counts, man. Of course it does. <laughs> yeah, they were there. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, there's no, there's no corner of the fucking world where they didn't kill people. Right. Yeah. They were all throughout Africa. They're all throughout India. They're yeah. all throughout fucking Australia. Like, they populated Australia with their fucking criminals and wiped out all the fucking Maoris down there and shit. Like, they're, they're number the one. number one they're killing number one. machine of all time. And you can't play tennis in their country if you're Russian, because Putin's an asshole. <laughs> Holy shit. And smart people are like, yeah, that's fucking right, dude. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> really? Holy fuck, how dumb are you? <laughs> it is amazing. It's fucking amazing. I can't believe people are just like, oh, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, man, it's like, yeah you guess a couple Russian dudes gives a fuck, man, right? I mean, whatever. It's just ridiculous. Oh, well, what about when they come for you? Because, uh, you know, I mean... They probably will. Well, you find out you're 25% Russian or something. Yeah, or the next thing is yeah. bad for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if this becomes normal, then what happens? Like, I'm a, I'm a Spanish citizen. What happens if fucking Spain does something fucked up with our three fucking tanks? <laughs> Where we roll all three of our tanks into Paris. And, ooh, what are you taking to Portugal? Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, let's That'd say, be like yeah. like an yeah, interesting little war. We, we probably couldn't fuck with France, but let's say, yeah. So we get, like, our one fucking Navy boat. Yeah. Like, off the coast of Lisbon. Yeah. We roll in our six tanks, our, like, 3,000 infantry sure. guys, and we're like, we're fucking taking over Portugal. Like, now I'm fucked? Yeah. Now I'm fucked because those assholes decide to do that? Like, I, I would call you How fucking stupid in. is that? Like, I know you would, too. Hi, my name is Chris Sedak. I mean, this is an anonymous source. <laughs> anonymous call from Chris Sedanka. <laughs> collect call from Chris Sedanka. Oh, no, I mean anonymous. Uh, anonymous collect call from uh, Chris Sedanka. Oh, yeah. So that's the, that's, the, that's the logic. Do you think they stick with it, or do you think by the time it comes around, that's changed? You know, I hope it's changed, and all the Russian players tell them to go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah, I didn't say they're going to play. I'm just saying, and, like, do you and think And honestly, if these people, like, the other athletes and shit should fucking say they're not playing if the Russian guys aren't well, playing. Well, I saw Djokovic come out against it, so it was good to see. I mean, they should all yeah. say that, no, right? No, I know. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, where's Djokovic, Croatian? Uh, he's Serbian. Oh, okay, well, yeah. okay. Yeah, he should definitely he, stand yeah, up. No, that's because... what he said. He's like, basically, I grew up I'm gr- I grew up with this shit, man. Exactly. Like, he knows more than anyone, right? Sure. Um, and it could happen again, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, yeah. But, you know, like, you know, the Western media is just going to be like, anti-vaxxer who likes to kill people is, right, uh, right. Anti-vaxxing, is, pro, is pro-Russia. Anti-vaxxing, is pro-Putin. Anti-vaxxing white supremacist. <laughs> pro-Putin. Uh, Pro-Putin lover. Um, <laughs> sucks at tennis. All the players should say, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, I think it's You horrible. know what I mean? Like, they should all just stand up and say, look, mm-hmm. they're not in. We're not in. No tournament. Have fun giving all the money back to your sponsors. Right. If they had any fucking balls. Like, where's, like, saying, like, if I was a tennis player, like, I'd fucking 
damn fucking straight I would fucking do that shit. Yeah, I, th- I, I really do think they're going to support a lot of these tennis players. Yeah, and I think the public... I think the public reaction to some degree has been pretty negative too, though. I think there's a lot of people that, you know, see the intrinsic evil in it. I don't, I just don't know if I honestly have, I think, I I think the reaction just hasn't been as big in general. Like maybe the Wimbledon's not like maybe all gives a a fuck about Wimbledon anymore. Right. Like so much other shit is going on. Right. That's true. uh, Because if it would, like you said, if it was the NHL, that's a fucking huge story, like crazy, crazy story. And you're right. I do remember them coming out and saying, there's no fucking way we're going to do it. And then in America, like allowing that in America, like, holy fuck. Right. I feel like, yeah. Like if this was the U S open, obviously it'd be a bigger deal here. Sure. But I, but again, yeah, right. th- that to happen here would be fucking astounding. I mean, I know. I'm not saying it couldn't. Believe me, not in the fucking. Know, but it kind of goes along with but... how fucking Europe handled COVID and everything too. Like it's yeah. fucking pretty fucking dark in Europe throughout COVID. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. So, whatever. So yeah. So anyway, I just you know, like, yeah, it's, it's, that shit is so fucked up. And I, <laughs> but you, know, you make a good top. point about Wimbledon and sports in general because. We've talked about this often on the past, the sort of golden era sports and when it ends or if it ends. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think all these leagues exist in 100 years. I'm not saying all won't, but I don't think all will either. And, like, where sports is and, like, our society and shit, I mean, I think, like, the NBA is still very relevant in, like, American society. Obviously, so is, like, the NFL. But uh, I wonder for, like, how long, right? I mean, especially is, like, the NFL is still fun because the players don't have that many rights yet and, you know, it's still kind of old school, but like, you know, that's getting more NBAized every day, right? You've got an NBA that yeah. fucking guys never play. I mean, they play when they want to. They demand trades halfway through the year for no reason. It's totally fucking ridiculous, right? Like, I don't know how much, like, for how long that's going to appeal to people. And so I just wonder, like, how like how much of a, like, will sports sort of be that main source of uh, entertainment for a huge part of the population or not? If like, I were to buy... Like if I was a billionaire and I were to buy a a decent baseball team, needs a new stadium, I would probably build a stadium with a capacity of like twenty two thousand. Yeah. Because that's what the future is. It's boutique, it's you know, sitting in a pool, it's it's what can you offer? Yeah. What can you offer? Because to make me leave my house and right, yeah, yeah, and I think the NFL is going to struggle with that. I think all these leagues are. Um, the NBA is like to your point. Like the, for the NBA, it's just going to come down to how you know what 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 is what does it look like from a control control perspective over the next ten years. Like I have no idea. It's going to be crazy, like you always talk about. But I think for for Major League Baseball, it's like you got to you got to become more intimate. You got to become more boutique yeah. because you're just. You're gonna, you have, you're gonna have niche? all these like you're gonna have like, like Cleveland. You're gonna have all these stadiums that like. Were you ever gonna see those full again unless they're in the playoffs? Probably not. Do you think it all becomes niche? Like all sports become kind of a niche? I think they do. I mean, even college football crowds are going getting smaller. Yeah, it's crazy to yeah, say, that's, but that's that's, that's, that's true. Shocking. That's happening. Yeah, kids don't care as much anymore. Well, you I mentioned guess, the NFL. And... Like they they're not. They're not no. packing their stadiums anymore. They're not. Their stadiums are like half empty. It's easier shit. to get tickets now than it's ever been. Yep. And, and it's not more, just COVID. Right. And it's just better be at home. You've got a 60 yep. inch TV or something and you're on your fucking couch. I mean. Well, again, you and I are huge NFL fans. I like to go to a Patriots game like every once every three years. 
Yeah, and I haven't been to an NFL game since I think Brett Favre was playing for the Jets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm as big an NFL junkie as there is. Sure, right. Literally no interest but in you going can't, to the game. you cannot beat watching the game at home. No. You can't beat it. I literally have no interest. I've been yeah. offered tickets a thousand sure. times, and I'm always like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's tough, dude. It's like going to like I I'm never gonna go to Fenway and sit in a seat that's not a suite. Oh yeah, like if we're not the. Press and I'm not box, saying. Listen, I I went to a suite once, and I'll never I will never have that connection again. Well, that's like, <laughs> like we like or the press with box, us going right. to the press box. Yeah. Like if it's not a press box, I'm fucking nope. no thanks. Nope. Like I like if I had tickets to the Brady game at Foxborough last year, like I. Would have thought about going. I probably would have sold. Them. I might have even gone, but like you said, I might have sold them <laughs> I too. May have sold like them. it wouldn't have been a slam dunk. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if I was twenty five, would be fucking oh, like there for three days sure. camping sure. out. But now it's like. Eh. But at the same time, if like you had them in your hand, I could totally be like, yeah, you know what? I'm keeping these. Yeah, it's like a once yeah. in a lifetime yeah. kind of game, and sure, shit, you know. Sure. But even like even that though, it'd be like debating it. You'd be like, eh, I don't know, I'm fucking late. Fucking yeah, home at fucking two in the morning. It is, dude. A four o'clock game is yeah. brutal. Yeah, they're all brutal. Right, that drive sucks. Trying to leave, and trying to leave that place is horrible. Fucking brutal. Right. right. So to your point, like you're right. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to offer like a high level of fucking mm-hmm. like services to make you want to go. Right, like party decks and yeah. What like whatever, just whatever. So it, again, I think the, the I love the Jacksonville Jaguar pools. Those are great. Like yeah, that's such a cool thing. Yeah. You know, obviously Arizona Diamondbacks having that pool originally kind of got all that going. But I, I know the Rockies have put in a lot of kind. They've taken a lot of seats out and put like decks and and uh, like Fenway. I mean, most of the seats that Fenway have added have been like niche seats, right? Like you know, trendy seats where you have the kind of those bar seats in right yep. field you have obviously the monster seats yep. you have the the specialty seats and and they've they've put in a ton more of the suites and the like the at the terrace level too there's way more of those so i mean that's you know they're making shitloads of money off those anyways you can add them with sponsor packages there's a ton of money you can still make even if you don't have capacity i mean that's i say it all the time pittsburgh is the best park i've ever been to i think the capacity is like thirty-one thousand. yeah yeah, City Field's great, and yeah. I think it's fairly small too. Yeah, like yeah. it's just that's. I think that's the direction you go in. If now Fenway, obviously Boston, New York are just like Yankees. They're just different, right? Because they're what they are. But like you saw it, if the Red Sox struggle, they don't sell out. No, and Fenway sucks. Fenway honestly. blows. I wrote an article about it the other day, actually on uh, on Did the you get website. A ton of shit for it. I not really, not yeah. as much as I thought because I think most people agree it like it's a tough thing to do. Yeah. It's like, super expensive. There's yeah. no parking. No. It's there's no amenities. No, the seats are crazy uncomfortable. Yeah, and seats they're all suck. pointed in the wrong fucking direction. Right. What it has is history and that's great. It should no. be a museum. Let's build a new fucking stadium. Or like they're rich enough tear down the fucking like the seating around the fucking park yeah. and just build a new fucking state. Like they did kind of soldier field. That's true. You could do like that. do something like that. Mm-hmm. where like, you leave the park where you could just... even leave the dimensions. That's what I mean. Yeah. You just tear down the stands, and build new fucking stands. How, like how hard is that? Well, they, I, they could, why don't they just, wait, why don't they just like tear down Yaka or whatever that street is, Jersey street, like whatever that street is yeah. in the back, you could just tear that down and put a whole nother fucking 
tear us up. Yeah. Or or you just rip out all the seats and put in new seats yep. pointing in the right direction. That would help. Even that would be fucking dope. Yeah, that you know would be I mean? nice. Like, <laughs> again, like, but you, like when you're, you're still playing third... a stadium where you can buy tickets where you have to watch the game on a monitor. Oh, right. Like, it, the it's the overhang. It's 2022. Right. Like, the what overhang, are we doing? You can't see a fly ball the whole game. Or if you're fucking down, like, I had great seats once on, like, the left, like, the down mm-hmm. third baseline just past. Yep. Just past third base, like six rows up. And I had a fucking stiff neck by the third inning because they were pointed. Like, I was looking. If I just looked straight, I was looking at the fucking right fielder. So I had to turn and my head. And that's the same with the pavilion seats. You go up to, go up top, you're you're facing. You're not facing the, the plate. You're facing way out. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or even center field bleachers, if you ever noticed, they're not pointing at home plate. No, they're pointing at first base. base. <laughs> you know? Or first base, yeah, yeah sorry. Right at first base. Yeah. Well, the ones in dead start are pointing yeah. right at first base. Yeah. The bullpen seat, I think the only good, I literally think the only good seats at Fenway, other than the monster seats, is either directly behind home plate, mm. or I think if you're like behind the bullpen in right field, I think you're actually pointing in the right direction. Those are good seats, actually. Yeah, yeah I've sat there before. Yeah. They're fine. They're, and that's it. Yeah, those are fine. And um, press box row. Like, yes, incredible. of course. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. I mean, that's, but, yeah. nothing compares to that, obviously. It's like the best angle ever. I bet you there's a seat right behind the fucking pesky pole. There is. Like, I bet you can't see there around is. it. Like, I bet you it's right in your fucking face. Yeah, or how about the one seat in right fe- in left field? Oh, like, at the end of that row? Yeah, just one seat. <laughs> one seat. That seat's fucking awesome. <laughs> I've always wanted that seat. Yeah, I wonder if it's aw- it could Maybe it's sweet. I bet you someone's had that season ticket seat for, like, 100 years. Mm. Like, one guy. Yeah, that's true. It's my <laughs> fucking seat. <laughs> All right, man. I gotta. Yeah, me, I gotta get home. Me too. Because I'm, to, I'm going to Florida. You gotta tomorrow. go to Florida. Yeah. So I'm real excited, getting ready for uh, the experience of flying one more time. It's actually not even that so much. Are you flying it, out of Portland? Actually, Manchester. But oh, whatever. Still good. Same thing. My my bigger problem is like leaving Maine. Sure. I, like the world is so fucked up, and I want such an asshole right now. <laughs> I just like I just want to not leave Maine. I hear you. I mean, I hear you. But I guess we'll have to brave it. Well, you'll figure it out. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, thanks, Maddie. Thanks, Nosh. Thanks. Yes, yes. Thanks, Again, Benny. Brute ten. Uh, Maymanflavors dot com. Brute ten for ten percent discount on your Mayman Flavors order. So uh, don't forget that. And uh, thanks to Maddie. New T shirt coming out. Hobbs and Danks dot sell my dot com. Sweet. We'll have fun in Florida, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. We will. Uh, well, I'll see you probably in a week or two. Peace.